0: Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
1: Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just 897 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
0: And that's what you really missed with Jenna.
2: And Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed Podcast.
2: I'm Jenna. I'm Kevin, and this is the season two. Premiere episode of Glee. Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) So last time Glee aired, it was over the summer. And after a couple months off and a tour and a European vacation slash press tour, we went back to work the beginning of or middle of July, beginning of August. And the first episode back called Audition aired on September 21st, 2010. And this time, the show was a hit. We knew it was a hit. Fox knew it was a hit. (laughs) And so they moved us to an earlier time slot. Because before, I think, was American Idol our Mm -hmm. Mm lead-in? And so American Idol was the biggest show on television. It was leading into our show, so we got big ratings. This time, they moved us up an hour into the prime time slot which meant
1: more we could say
2: and do certain things because there were more restrictions, I guess, on this time slot because more people watched it. Right. Although um, and,
0: we did say a lot.
2: <laughs> which leads us to this. Just as a uh, blanket statement and preface for this episode, <laughs> <laughs> this episode has not aged well.
0: It, the whole thing <laughs> has not aged well.
2: On the whole. Um, we watched it and I texted Jenna And then she texted me And we we're like how, how do we do this Because there are So many
0: Jokes it, it, Inappropriate
2: yeah. statements Yes
0: yes that that somehow flew back Then and that's it it's like it didn't age Well it was a different time Like we wanted to acknowledge How far We've come And how much farther we have to go
2: yeah and I remember talking to some of the our castmates of color about the show in hindsight, you know over the past few years, and they would bring up certain jokes and things and I was telling Jenna the other day that I think sort of my um young white boyness insulated me from realizing the extent of what was being said mm-hmm. in this episode mm-hmm. and watching it back. It was sort of like a checklist of all the things that we can't and shouldn't say anymore.
0: Yeah. And even like, because like a lot of the jokes were very, um, were very Asian focused. <laughs> racist. Is. Very racist. But also <laughs> it was like, back then, like we just had, to take it almost, which was so eye opening for me. Like, I just took it, which is kind of crazy.
2: Because I probably didn't feel like there's another option.
0: Well, there wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could have spoken up, but would I probably have lost my job? Perhaps. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So it just it we we have come a long way. I I feel in terms of the way things have become um unacceptable (laughs)
1: um
0: and even i just felt like i was like oh yeah this is like like it everybody's getting shit on right like everybody has jokes about them that are slightly personal that like kind of true to the you know real what was happening in the real world at the time and so it felt like oh everybody was kind of doing it so that's he made it okay for mm-hmm. that in that moment in that right. moment like it if we're all getting
2: but, made fun of then yeah yeah it was
0: just all they just used race as the thing to like make fun of me and Harry and and um Jake you know yep so it's an it's an interesting thing to look back on and um we wouldn't have Hopefully, everybody's learned a little bit more at this, about how they, I just, the time and how we've grown, you know, and what we're learning and how we're going, trying to do better.
2: And I think you do see how you can do that successfully and we will see that done successfully Mm -hmm. past this episode. But in the first season, there's a lot of instances where there's like crass jokes, but that don't rely on... Racism, sexism, ableism—right, any of the things that may be touched upon in this episode,
0: right, 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 right. And the interesting about—I mean—and and here's the other thing: this interesting thing about Ryan's shows in particular are that he lifts up the unheard, unseen underdogs. Mm-hmm. And so, while we have all of these things that we are <laughs> addressing and going to move forward from and learn from. There's also like, it's, it, there's a, such a juxtaposition because he does uplift all, uh, you know, just yeah. everybody and gives m- people a chance. And so, um, it feels, I don't know. It just feels, it's an interesting contrast. Um,
2: it just feels outdated. It feels outdated yeah. in context of the world and it feels outdated even in the world of Ryan Murphy shows.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Let's, um, Let's talk about...
2: <laughs> that, yeah, that's our sort of uh, warning going into this. Yes, yes, So yes. keep that in mind, that we are aware.
0: More than because aware. Because it was a
2: hard watch, uh, and I was dreading doing this one. Oh,
0: yeah, we both were. Okay, so let's talk about what was going on in the world that was good. Teenage Dream was number one at the time uh, by Katy Perry, which is very exciting, and we will see that soon in Glee. Um, the number one movie was The t- with ben affleck um and jeremy Renner, i don't remember this like it it being such a smash <laughs>
2: i don't i vaguely remember it happening and then right i remember it like staying up there like it did really well for a long time but damn you know now it's just like mm. marvel movies
0: <laughs> right and we were on summer break at the time kevin and we went to um we went to Monaco, which we talked about last episode. We went to yeah, we um, London. We went to Paris. I and... sure
2: did. My first time at all those places.
0: Oh, my gosh. You were... And and was that our first trip to Paris? It was. I didn't think it was, right? Yeah. That was the it first was, one. It was
2: a mess. You, me, and my brother.
0: Well, we were all so grossly hungover that day. Oh, God. But uh, it was still really fun.
2: Yeah, I've never been the same. That, our European vacation. Was one of it, the
0: best summers of my life.
2: <laughs> same. And I also think I probably shaved off several years of my life. <laughs> I mean,
0: for sure. <laughs> the amount of things that we imbibed
2: <laughs> was, it <just> was alarming. <laughs> and we just kept going. And the thing was. Um, when you're in your 20s, the, you can do that. <laughs> And there was one of the heads of Fox International who traveled with us. Um, she could just go. She knew all the best like all the best restaurants to go to, all the best clubs to go to. And we were really hitting it.
0: We were hitting it. And it, was it was a good, good time. It was
2: us, and there was Tate Diggs, and Zachary Levi, and Jess Zor, and this random assortment of people that we all happened to be in London at the same time and in Monaco
0: it was the mm-hmm. it felt like summer camp for celebrities
2: <laughs> oh yeah
0: it's so oh, weird yeah,
2: Nina Dobrev and Ian were and that's Alessandra right. uh, yeah that's right wow we, we made, made a, a lot time. of like lifelong friends there <laughs> we didn't really we
0: did. it was really fun it was really it really, really
2: cemented our friendship in a different way I feel like because <laughs> yes, did. we had already worked together and gone on tour for a year. But when you can travel with somebody successfully right. and not kill each other and become even closer. Well, this was you.
0: before we had mo- really moved in together. Like, I think we had moved our stuff in, but then we had left. And yep. so we hadn't even really lived together yet. So this this summer going into living together, to going into another season, going into losing Corey, to going into another... Well, a world tour before, and then losing Corey. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it all really... It, it started to really go uphill.
2: Yeah. Before this, it went this,
0: downhill.
2: <laughs> yes. This was like... The cementing of the foundation of like, okay, nothing is going to break us because we are so close and tight. Jenna, the weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees.
0: Yes, it is. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much
2: more. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
0: By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the
2: savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that.
0: I just got the silk skirt and then I also got the um, 100% organic cotton striped sweater. It's great quality for that price. I literally shop here all the time now because it is just undeniable
2: get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's
0: q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash really let's talk about something we can all relate to Hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of her day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes. And my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
2: So, when we ended up, so, the thing was, we went to Monaco, the film festival, and then we went to London to do press, and in Mon- in London, um, Amber and Chris were on their own European vacation, and <gasps> we each had our own security guard. It was the first time that we sort of had this, quote-unquote, like, celebrity status, mm-hmm. and so, we had a van, we had a security guard. even Stephen, just... Ugh. Steven and my brother was going to university in Northern England Durham and I remember he was out of the country the entire first season of Glee so he had been watching the show from the UK but did not understand the gravity of the situation and he was coming out of London to meet me with my other brother who was visiting him and I told him his name's Timmy I said we have a security guard and a van so anywhere we need to go they're going to come with us and I'm the younger brother and he's like, what? We don't need security. We don't need a van. We'll just. We don't need a van. We're fine. No. Yeah, like, we'll we'll take the tube. We'll walk around. Like, who cares? And I go, yeah, but Fox is worried that there might be like some paparazzi or fans. And he goes, what? With your ugly face? No, that's not going to be a problem. And he shows up to the hotel <laughs> and we go to get in the. We go to walk to a pub. So I'm like, okay. We'll I was with to- you guys, right? Yep. Yep. We're gonna go. It was our first afternoon there. That's right. And we walked to this pub, and it was fine. Se- the security guys with us, Stephen,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and my brothers are a little freaked out, but Stephen's like waiting outside, and we eat. And by the time we leave it, we start to get mobbed by fans on the street, and <laughs> then we walk these two blocks, and Stephen has to like <laughs> get us through this crowd and into the hotel, <laughs> and then Timmy's like. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's really weird. Why is that happening? And then later that night, we were going out to dinner. And then by that point, there were people camping outside the hotel. Swarms. Swarms. <laughs> and we went out to a club and then we lost Timmy in the crowd. And then I do you remember Pam Jackson from Fox? She reaches out. The door opens the door, reaches out, grabs Timmy. (laughs) Timmy's 6'4", pulls him into the van and there's paparazzi by this point following us everywhere. And he turns and goes, oh, I I like this van in security. I I get it now. I like it. It's like, yeah. And so it was a really eye-opening experience for us because to see somebody who had physically not been in the U.S., which has been our entire experience of Glee. Right. And someone who's obviously very close to me look at me and see me and experiencing totally new things. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what the hell happened? I've only been gone for like 10 months. The world, you're, everything changed. Never, yeah. never the same. But that was our experience. And now going back into season two, we were, you know, like, oh, we're famous now.
0: Well, also, <laughs> if you, I mean, we open on everybody looking real tan with some real good hair.
2: <laughs> so- Rachel Berry's got mini skirts on.
0: <laughs>
2: and a blowout.
0: Everybody was looking real like a little bit of a glow up this this season round. Yeah, um, we. Uh, it, it's a pretty crazy episode, like we said, but you know, at least everybody looks good.
2: Everybody looks good. I, I was like, even I look a little different.
0: Harry Shum's abs looked um, wicked good.
2: I mean, wow, so fine, really. Going into this using the full extent of Harry's body. You know, we made him dance at every possible moment the first season and second season. Like, you know what? Take your shirt off.
0: (laughs) Oh, the guys have to take their shirts off a lot. Okay. Should we do this? Should we just get into it? Chat about it?
2: Yeah, let's get into it. So this episode was directed by (laughs) Brad Falchuk, Keeping It in the Family. Yay. On paper, it says it's written by Ian, but we know it's all three. We
0: meet um, Dustin Goolsby this episode, our friend Cheyenne Jackson. We have some of the usual suspects. We also meet um, Coach Beast for the first time, our sweet, sweet Dot Marie. Um, special guest uh, we had, who was previously known as Sharice, as Jake Zyr- Zyrus, as Sunshine Corazon. And we also meet um, Mr. Sam Evans, the Sam Evans Court Street. So uh we're we're gonna get into it. What songs were in this episode, Kevin?
2: Oh, I mean some hits like <laughs> the budget. There was budget. <laughs> so <laughs> we got Empire State of Mind okay. by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys, Telephone by Gaga, Billionaire by Travie McCoy and Bruno, Damn. Listen yeah. from Dream Girls and What I Did for Love from a Chorus Line. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are some bangers.
0: I mean, truly, all of them. It's
2: it's really crazy. And I think for us, like, this episode is really about we met, like, a lifelong friend in Court Overstreet, and in Dot, Marie Jones. Oh,
0: for sure. My goodness. Yeah. This is the beginning of uh, the start of something new. (laughs) It is the start of something new. (laughs) So... This episode, just a quick overview. We've got some new faces, um, that are going to give our Glee Club veterans a run for their money, some new challenges, a little bit more competition and jealousy. Um, because the Glee Club needs another member because our funding has been cut. Um, and we lost, um, who did we lose?
2: Mm-hmm. Matt Rutherford. Oh, that's
0: right. Well, we had lost Matt and then we lost Jesse. So now we need another Glee Club member. Um, and we have a new football coach that brings a rival- rivalry between Sue and the coach Beast. Um, and Will has remorse about how he pranked and was very unwelcoming to her because she ends up being such a darling. Darling person.
2: Love it. A classic setup, you know, giving a, a common enemy where the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right? I love that.
0: Like that. Yes, exactly. So
2: Sylvester and and Will team up to take down Beast. Yep. And the kids go out and try to recruit some new students. So here's what happens. Figgins cuts the Glean Chair's budget because there's a new football coach, and Coach Beast demands that the football team has bigger budget because she's a champion coach. Brings oh. in the most money. Mm-hmm. And so Sue and Shu team up to try to take her down mm. with a bunch of pranks and hilarity and I mean yeah, this, <laughs> <laughs> this goes into, you know, things you said in the beginning. This is, um, mm-hmm. So they order 25 pizzas for Beast during the first practice, but it backfires. She plays it off.
0: hmm mm-hmm. You know,
2: has the students eat it. Um, they have Operation Mean Girl on the faculty lunchroom where Sue and Will don't let her sit at the table, don't let Beast sit at the table. Right, right. And all of these things eventually add up. It's very high school, but for adults. Right. It's the same thing, what kids do to each other. And um, uh, Beast ends up, you know, crying in the locker room, and um, the kids catch her, and then she takes it out on... Finn and Artie as he tries to join the football team.
0: Right. So Artie wants to join the football team because he wants to get his girlfriend back. He wants Tina back. And he's been not a great, great boyfriend to Tina. I mean, really, you were pretty shitty boyfriend, excuse my language, to Tina, based on what I saw, what I watched in this episode. Um
2: I I don't disagree.
0: And Tina falls in love with Mike Chang at Asian Camp, which we'll just leave that there. Um, I would
2: like to think that I don't remember me doing this voiceover at all because (laughs) I heard my voice saying these words and gasped. (laughs) Because one, I have no recollection of doing it. right, right, And two, it's just... Not good. Racist.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the talk- whole storyline is is fairly racist. I just couldn't. Well, and like, and, like we what? just have to talk about the fact that like Tina, Tina and Mike's last names are the same, Chang, which is not really correct. Like, no. we're not we're not the same Asian.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Um, Chang is not Korean, and um. Anyway, we've learned. Yeah. But um. I mean, the fact that Tina and Mike last so long, like I loved working with Harry. We had the most ridiculous storylines and things and Harry's just a a joy to be with. But um, why you gotta put the Asians together? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, It all began here. So um, Artie Convinces Finn to help him get on the football team in a very, you know, high school way, like that his intention is to get a girl and to look tough. And, um, and, Beast takes it the wrong way because she is feeling very vulnerable and doesn't want to look like the bad guy again. And, and she thinks this
2: is another prank right. you know, put up by mm-hmm. Sue and Will to right. just mess with her, like a kid in a wheelchair having to say to no, no a to a kid. Team. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Crazy,
0: but um, which she'll end up on the football team anyway. Um, and and so that scene, though, I was like, wow, let's just let's just watch Dot Marie act. <laughs> like act (laughs) great she she does every
2: emotion in this episode what an awesome
0: what an awesome intro god she's so good and
2: Dot Dot will come on here but can Mm. I cannot say enough nice things about Dot Dot is a goddamn ray of sunshine
0: and literally an angel like a living angel
2: (laughs) and is one of the nicest sweetest most thoughtful caring like the way she can just cry like um Romy because they wear their heart so externally Correct. on their sleeve. Correct. And they love so hard Correct. and so fully that to see Dot even play someone who's like angry or full of rage is so against how she is as a human being. Correct. Or like if you if you mess with her people, like she'll get angry. But she is just the best. The best. And Little did we know, like, what a treat we were in for to get to work with her for I know. so many years. It's true.
0: It's very true. It was great. Um. So the, the crew gets bigger. The cast gets bigger. It's the beginning. Um. And then along with the Coach Beast, the kind of Coach Beast punking that Sue wants to keep going, Sue kind of, you know, lays off towards the you know the mid episode um Sue gets Brittany to accuse coach of inappropriately touching her which is also really bad I mean the doll the doll is funny that that is not the the circumstances are just not <laughs> like it's not good
2: it's not good I was shocked for a second I thought I was like oh this this surely this can't be what This happening in the scene.
0: Oh, yeah. But, you know, I did appreciate, like, we finally had the voice of reason back in Mr. Shu, Like, he came back and was like, Brittany, you can ruin somebody's life by doing this. Like, we've already addressed the touching, the inappropriate touching. Obviously, Ian told us, like, he had heard his real choir teacher had had that. um, Right. Those accusations. And then also, um, with, you know, Stephen Tobolowsky playing... Sandy Ryerson and the whole thing but this was like another level of that especially in a prank when it's not true. She knows it's not true.
2: Yeah, Sue's out of her mind like a different level. Right. Will apologizes to Beast and Sue is pissed off about this and (laughs) brings them dog poop cookies (laughs) cookies
0: <laughs> and sue says are you turning on me in public the two of you are making a very serious mistake today the likes of which have not been seen since the me- mexican indians sold manhattan to george washington for an upskirt photo of betsy ross oh god you yeah. know all the things that she says in this are wildly inappropriate to the point where i was like how did we get away with any
2: of this which is crazy because as we go into this next storyline hmm Like I said, there were different things that we couldn't say at 8pm that we could get away with at 9pm. And I don't know if they were doing that just out of an abundance of caution. But when we did billionaire, Mm
1: -hmm. I
2: couldn't say damn. right. I had to say like dang or darn or something. But yet we can say all this other stuff.
0: Right. Well, it's very interesting. Yeah. The censorship has a very it's it's very strange. Right. It's like very specific rules that there's probably a lot, like a huge gray area with insulting.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: um, the second storyline that we're going to talk about is that obviously the Glee Club needs a new member. Now we are down one um, and we can't compete without another member. But obviously, we are suffering because Jacob ben wrote a blog over the summer about Glee Club, and it's given the Glee Club a bad rap, and nobody wants to audition.
2: I mean, JBI does this crazy sort of (laughs) like Perez Hilton, I imagine, inspired vlog at the top of the episode. Definitely. And it absolutely addresses everything that was said about all of us online in real life. Totally. <laughs> about the show, about the characters. And I love that it's poking fun at it. But at the same time, um, <laughs> it starts to get a little crazy. Right. Because it, it starts, I think, and we see in this season a lot, there's some um, mining from our real lives that are put into the episodes. And we're going to reference that a lot because it does happen a lot. Right. And I remember having a conspiracy theory back then mm-hmm. that I thought there was somebody on set who was intentionally stirring the pot
0: right. to get
2: stories to bring back to the writers. Oh, God. I have never been able to confirm that, but so much of our lives ended up in this story. Oh, truly. And the whole um,
0: blog you know, Jacob and Israel like confirming or denying his whole video is the cringe of the episode, essentially. I don't mm-hmm. even want to go into like the topics because it's just all bad. <laughs> it's all really yeah. bad. But like you said, it definitely mirrored some like a lot of the things that were made up about us. So in, in encouraging somebody to sign up for the Glee Club we are, um, we go, we take it to the streets. We go yeah. to the courtyard, which we'll, this is the first time we see the courtyard in, um, it's at Bernstein High School, if you live in LA, um, it's like in the middle of Hollywood, essentially pretty close to Paramount. And, Next to the
2: Netflix headquarters. Right.
0: And we will, we will spend a lot of time there um, doing a lot of numbers in the courtyard and Throughout those stairwells, you'll see a lot and whatnot. But we, and if you've we, also
2: noticed, there's new sets as well. So this is part of that whole... We have Bernstein in addition to Cabrillo High School, which is in Long Beach. And then we have a library, bigger library that we're using.
0: Hallways. Um, just things crazy different. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot more. That, that locker more. room, all new. <clears throat> right, 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 right. Um, Money. So the Glee Club uh takes it and does empire state of mind um i prefer the tour version of this than watching this in real life because i don't know what i was wearing or what i was doing i just thought i was in a costume shop (laughs) living um but i really love the song and i don't love the performance of this number in the episode Mm -hmm. but i love the song so much and it will live in infamy for me
2: i think it's hilarious having me Corey, and mark do (laughs) (laughs) jay-z i do think that's hilarious but (laughs) (laughs) yeah this number was so much fun to do on tour the best i was fully Like, out of my mind. I was fully in it every single night on tour, just shouting like an idiot.
0: We loved it. Which I
2: shouldn't have been. No, we loved it. We were big fans. Here for it. Yeah.
0: So, we see uh, two potential members. We see Sunshine and we see Sam Evans tapping their feet, singing along. We're like, oh my God, we're going to go get them. So, Finn goes and he hears very much like how Mr. Shue found Finn singing in the shower. He finds Sam Evans singing every rose has its thorn naked. Uh, (laughs) Hot. And yeah, looking so good with his little beaver cut. Cordy looking so young Um, and, and then Rachel going to the bathroom and finding sunshine in there. And, just basically saying that she's going to... Looking for a, a background member of the Glee Club amongst many other wildly inappropriate <laughs> things that I, I do know that um, there's some of that that was taken from a YouTube of Celine Dion that we... Uh, like a montage video that we watched That's a lot. Right. Um, And so I know she was like imitating Celine and some of that. But anyway, it's... Yeah. Um, more importantly, she they sing Telephone for like one second and we hear Sunshine who has a voice and um, Rachel's starting to get competitive and then Sue coming in and saying, shut up! Which is so... Um, I love those moments because it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to break out into song in the bathroom in high school. And then Sue's like, no, we're not. And let me just bring you back down, and we're we're you know, making fun of ourselves again. yeah, and um so I thought that was one of my favorite moments of the episode,
2: also just the way you know, how Rachel, of course, goes about it in that way, where I want someone to join it as a body, but not someone <laughs> that can actually contribute anything. And then Finn goes on and finds Sam, and it's so wholesome and convinces him to, like sing with the guys. And I love that scene of him standing there. And the guy's sort of, you know, grilling him-ish. Like, dude, your mouth is huge. How many tennis balls can you fit in there? And Sam says, I don't know. I've never had balls in my mouth. Have you?
1: <laughs> it's
2: very, it's <laughs> very accurate to how the guys were. And For sure. <laughs> then we do Billionaire, which I had so much fun doing. And I just remember spending so much time with Cord this episode. I got to spend quite a bit of time with Cord. Yeah. And Dot, these first few episodes. And like the scene where um, Beast is yelling at uh, me and Finn and the locker room, that's sort of where I remember we were talking, it was me, Mark, and Corey talking with Cord about like, do you think you're going to be Kurt's, you know, boyfriend? It's like, is that what's going to happen? He's like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. And so we were, I remember us, him looking at us like, is that the role I auditioned for? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knew what was happening. And I did text Ryan and I asked him if, if Core's character, Sam was supposed to be um, Kurt's boyfriend. And he said, no, I think we sort of had that rumor amongst us. And maybe it just was not true.
0: Well, and I think I think they were in amidst the casting for Darren's role at the time as well.
2: Like we knew that was coming, and so
0: we heard that there was going to be a new cast member, and it was going to be Kurt's new boyfriend. And so right. I think when we saw Hotcore come in, it the timing was all right, and that we were like, yeah, you're going to play this person. And so yeah. I think that was the kind of where where it came where it came from that rumor you see how it grows escape to summer with victoria's secret pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups corset tops and other sexy silhouettes when the sun goes down opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the very sexy collection Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's Cuts and Razor Burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
2: And then Rachel tells Sunshine to show up for auditions. Gives her an address to a crack house.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't an active crack house though, so that it made it okay.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> and Sam didn't show up to auditions because of which she he saw what Coach Beast did to Finn. Correct, and he decides to stick with football, and now he becomes the quarterback. Right, and. Unbeknownst to us, because of Rachel's shenanigans, Sunshine gets recruited by Vocal Adrenaline once she goes back to, you know, sort of apologize to Sunshine. And well, who do we meet but the new Vocal Adrenaline coach?
0: Right. Dustin Goolsby, our friend, our beautiful friend, Cheyenne Jackson. But we have to go back and talk about how Sunshine actually did say it didn't audition for New Directions and made it in <sighs> yes. and saying, listen. And wildly sang that song that we were all just literally hooting and hollering. It's so
2: good. We lost it.
0: I mean, it was wild to watch watch them do that number.
2: I mean, like, I mean, we had all seen Jake on Oprah, right? Like, had you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I knew all about Jake at that point. Like, we it was a big get for us.
2: Yes, and a vocalist. Right. Like, good lord. um, And so sweet and quiet and then just had this insane voice. But, yeah, that, again, was not us acting. We no. were really actually losing it. The only one who had to act in that scene was Leah. She had to be right. upset.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, So, Finn is pretty upset at Rachel for... Um, for doing that, it's really bad and Rachel's, you know, and, and actually gives her like a little bit of like a come down to earth, like let's, you have to be honest with yourself, which I, I really like that scene because um, I love Rachel and Finn. So, mm-hmm. um, but then Rachel sings what I did for love. She gives us all the tears, all the feels. It's a, iconic song. So it's yeah. very exciting to do that. And um eventually in the glue club will come around because like, what are we gonna do? Hate Rachel
2: right. forever. No. So the other thing that's happening this episode is Quinn. Right. So everybody's sort of doing their own thing. You know, Finn gets sort of like kicked off the football team because the Artie thing. Um Quinn is trying to audition for the Cheerios again. And basically gives it to Sue like, look, if you don't put me on the team, um, there will be hell to pay. Right. And Finn shows up to audition in one of the funniest scenes ever because he has nowhere to go because he was kicked off the football team. And he shows up and does this incredible, incredible dance, if we can call it that. Mm. And Will tries to convince Beast not to kick Finn off the team. And that's the moment he realizes what he did to Beast in the Lunchroom was super mean and decides to switch his story. And so after finding out Santana got the boob job, Sue demotes her and then makes Quinn captain.
0: And Quinn he leverages the the churches to bring in money for her confetti yes. cannons. And I just have to talk about Corey's audition for the Cheerios just for one second. I was howling.
2: It's so good.
0: It's so freaking funny. And it's exactly who Corey is. That is Corey.
2: Yeah. That uh, that was not acting. It
0: brought me so much (laughs) joy to watch that. I think I forgot about it. And I... (laughs) I love, I could watch Cheerio auditions all day long.
2: Oh, yeah. I wish we had a super cut of just Cheerio auditions.
0: Right? Can somebody do that for us?
2: Yeah, if we could do that, that would be fantastic. (laughs) Um, The other thing that was great in this episode was the fist fight between (laughs) Quinn and Santana, which was one of our things. We would quote it forever after she is a mother oh stop
0: (laughs) she's a mother she has a family
2: (laughs) oh god the
0: delivery was just so uh, so right so right um and who doesn't love a a cat fight (laughs) I,
2: i always think our fights look so good and real and i loved how they were shot yeah and this is one of the best if not the best oh yeah Oh yeah. Like last season there was the one where Finn and Puck, you know, fight each other in the wheelchairs and that looked super crazy and real. And I love this one. I mean That's that's sort of the episode, folks. <laughs> if you can get through all that, then we're set up for some conflict for the next for the following twenty one episodes.
0: And it's exciting. The next couple of episodes are pretty exciting. So we got through yes. we got through our premiere. And we're getting set up for some really exciting things coming. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's do some tardy takes.
2: This should be fun.
0: <laughs> Here are some cringe moments, aka ouchies. I had quite a few.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's all of you, it. Go for it, Jenna. All right. Yeah. This is
0: my. These are my bullet points. You don't speak English to Sunshine. That whole scene in the bathroom was a real cringe. Mm -hmm. Telephone itself actually was cringy to me. I didn't love it, Um, that number. Uh, Asian Camp, just the thought of it, the idea of it, cringy. Um, Rachel says Sunshine, who is a Filipino. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That was also stuck stuck out to me amidst the many cringy things and also the Brindy doll.
2: Yeah, I, I... I mean <laughs> that that and like the entirety of like JBI's vlog in the beginning, I would say is a real setup for um yeah not success. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, worst dance move.
0: Uh, I mean Cheerio Finn's Cheerio audition.
2: Best yeah, dance I,
0: move, Finn's Cheerio audition.
2: Yeah, I think that's that can't be beat. She'd have won. Yeah. Uh, best song. Empire State of Mind, obviously. Obviously. Um performance by a prop. The the, the poop cookies. Ew
0: <laughs> Oh gosh. All right. Or the twenty five pizzas. How's that? The twenty
2: five pizzas. There's a lot of food. Food. If if you can call that food.
0: Let's go with the food. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. Um, best line. Um I mean, I said it a second ago, but she has a family, she's a mother was my favorite part <laughs> for sure.
0: Um, Sue's Shut Up was a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, and (laughs) she, Brittany, during the girl fight, was Stop the violence. Stop the violence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. That's very, very good. Okay. Um, are you ready for some shit we found on TikTok? I'm ready. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, um, the official Barbie trailer movie came out by Greta Gerwig. I don't know if you saw it.
0: Um, I didn't.
2: And then with the official posters, which took the internet by storm. Mm. And... Someone made Glee versions of the Barbie posters. <gasps> oh, the
0: Barbie meme poster. Yes. Yes. Wait, stop. Really?
2: <laughs> of all the Glee characters? Yes! And... It's very good. Um, The name on um, TikTok is Black That Can't Dance, (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my gosh.
0: Wow. These are really.
2: (laughs) Um, And if you go on to their TikTok, they have them all together. And like, for example, Amber's or Mercedes's, this Barbie is a lover of tater tots.
0: Nia's, this Barbie is possessed by snakes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> rachel's is this barbie is not homophobic she has two gay dads
0: oh my gosh
2: um they're very very good go on it and check it out it's pretty incredible darren's this ken is wearing too much hair joe <laughs> oh my god
0: these are great well thank you for sharing that with me and also black that can't dance thank you for making that <laughs> Wait, they forgot Uh, Kevin. Did they make? They didn't make a Kevin one.
2: That's fine. You there's there's already ones out there. A lot of people did this, and they're all fantastic. All right, just search the internet for the Glee poster, Glee club memes. I mean, in two thousand twenty three, people are still making Glee things. Hilarious. Um, Next week we have our second, our second huge episode, artist episode. It's Brittany slash Brittany.
0: I am excited about talking about this and not excited to talk about this.
2: I'm excited. Okay. Um, I think we have some things to say. We
0: definitely have some things to share. I have a lot of things to share now, knowing what we know now about yes. Brittany and her conservatorship and all of it. I have a lot of things totally. that I have thoughts about.
2: Yeah. And because I think we had for at least one day or two days had experience with that, mm. but this episode, if I remember correctly, was great and so much fun. And also, Heather is—I oh, mean, what a dream—the best. And John Stamos. Oh, yes. So, okay. come back. We'll talk about Brittany. Brittany. Um, we got through this episode.
0: <laughs> we did. We got, we got through it. And thanks for sticking with us for this one.
2: <laughs> and that's what you really missed. See you next time. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right
0: Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.